Hey everyone, just wanted to give you all a quick little update about Rare Candy, the Pokemon podcast. We are now on all major podcast platforms. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. So please take the time to figure out where you want to listen and engage with us and tune in. We will also be offering some additional tiers for our listeners, fans, and supporters, and there will be um, an area where you can support us. So any donations that you want to make so that we can make this the best listening experience possible for you, feel free to do it and just keep on listening. Also, um, whatever platform you're listening on, please go in and rate us as it definitely helps us to keep the podcast going and making it the best we can make it. So, that being said, let's get this episode started. We'll catch you in a minute. It's Rare Candy, the Pokemon podcast. Please don't hate us for the hiatus. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. We um, are back. Guys, folks. I am I you know I just want to apologize for this. I know we did the same thing last month. We are busy parents. We are busy workers. We're just busy. No. And we are hoping that in the next few weeks that we're gonna ramp things up a little bit, just um really get back in the swing of things and at least try to put out an episode what, once every two weeks maybe and go from once there. a week is what we we're need shooting we for. need to do once a week that's, i mean you know that's that's we need to be prior. really consistent for you all and you know we've got work has been crazy growing a personal training business uh you know and just parent life it's wild it's a wild ride plum wild plum wild ain't it so but you know you guys deserve better so yeah we're trying to make that happen we know that you you know i mean we need more red candy we do do this for for fun for pure just self-entertainment and for some it's not like we're getting paid for it so right now Uh, if you all want to share us everywhere and blow this podcast up. By all means, please do it. Then, you know, we could get paid for it. And we'll have even more time for this. For sure. For sure. Because we're growing. We're trying. We're trying to make time for it, y'all. Um, but it's super important to us, for real. And we absolutely love doing it. So, you know, we are back. We are back. And that's what's back. most important, right? Yep. So, we will just get into the swing of things. And... A lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about because it's been literally an entire month <laughs> since our last episode. So, um, but what we decided for this episode was we we're just going to talk about one episode, and then there's so much um, Pokemon news that we're gonna just talk a lot about that too. Um, so we'll talk about first the episode, which is episode fourteen. Electric Shock Showdown. Uh, I have fond memories about this episode because for some reason, 
So, you know, it takes place in... I think it's an important episode, to be honest. It is an important episode, but it's kind of nostalgic. This episode is really nostalgic for me because I like Vermilion City. Um, And Vermilion City in the original games was a good feeling as far as... In Pokemon, in Pokemon Yellow specifically, because who do you pick up? I think you pick up Charmander. No, that's wrong. You pick you pick one of the starters up in Vermilion City, and I'm I'm just I'm blanking right now, and it's hurting me. Dang it! Ah, uh, but you pick up one of the starters, and it's just an iconic battle with the gym leader that we'll talk about here, and then you've got a whole grassy area with the Diglett cave and I just remember if I went into you know the 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 tunnel into that Diglett cave and I ran around long enough you know you there was a percentage chance for you to encounter a Doug trio mm. and you could pick up a Doug trio that would be like level gosh I really want to say it was it was like 20 level 27 or 29. That could be way too high. That could be wrong. But that feels right. And he would be way ahead of a lot of your Pokemon oh, that you'd be using or come up against. So I, I like I like Vermilion City. Holds a good place in my heart. And it's a good episode. Good place. Good place. As, you know, this episode starts, they've been trying to make it to Vermilion City for what seems like forever. Getting lost and whatnot. They, they were lost for two weeks. They mention... And they're dirty, they're gross, they're stinky. So they're all like, man, I'm so excited that we're here. We can take a bath. Misty says, Brock's like, I'm going to hit the laundromat. (laughs) (laughs) And Ash, he's just like, well, you know what? I'm here for battling the gym leader. Let's go. We're going to the gym. gym. And freaking Pikachu is just laying on the ground absolutely dead. And they're like, dude, Ash. It's been three days. You gotta haven't chill. eaten anything decent. You gotta chill. Like take your Pokemon to maybe, the Pokemon maybe, Center. Maybe give them some rest, uh, rest some, some nourishment, and, and then you know, you know, it would be good if he he trained them a bit. I mean, you know? but that would never happen. It's it's too early. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early for us to talk bad about Ash. Well, that's not true entirely at all. There's always going to be something we'll talk about, Ash. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. In this episode, he didn't use any strategy until we'll, Pikachu. We'll, we'll almost... get there. We'll get there. Okay. You're getting a little. Ahead was... of... You're getting a little ahead of yourself. I was just worried about Pikachu, honestly, <laughs> myself. You're getting ahead of yourself. So they get to the Pokemon Center and they're resting their Pikachu, and all of these, you know, these kids and their trainers coming in. The trainers for the Pokemon are coming in with their different Pokemon that are hurt. They're just, they're all fainted. They're all wrapped up like they've been to war. Yeah. In, I mean. In battle and they're like, what is going on? There's like 14 of them. Yeah, 14. You see an Oddish. We're just hurt. Um, all uh, from the Rattata, same team leader. Uh, Lieutenant wounded. Surge. Now, I also like Lieutenant Surge. So, there's a lot of backstory about him. You know, he's an actual lieutenant. He wears dog tags. He's absolutely huge and shredded. Um, he just kind of talks like he's a Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. <laughs> like, just a big dude. So you can just imagine he's all about being tough. Like, he's a tough gym leader. 
he was a lieutenant in whatever war in the Pokemon world. So, yeah. So he's he's kind of scary. So obviously Pikachu is picking up on this and Pikachu is absolutely just petrified. Does not want to battle. Is begging, please don't let me do this in Pokemon language. Um, does not want to battle. So, but you know Ash. Ash is not going to let that happen. He's going to make Pikachu battle. So they get to the gym. And like Christian was saying, you know, they see Surge and, you know, whatever. Two minions of Surge and this big he's this giant dude and then they're like which one of he's like which one of you am i battling and he just picks up misty and first why is the first thing he does pick up pick up a 10 year old girl and call her cute <laughs> he's, the first cutie. thing he's doing he's he's hitting on a 10 year old girl <laughs> i thought that was a little strange as well um what can i say he he's all about being tough though so this is what i associate with him and that's why he picked up the girl because she was maybe the less, the least the least tough person that he saw in his eyes oh. that he was going to have to battle. Yeah, true, true. But then he sees Pikachu and he's like, "Oh, look at the little baby Pokemon." Yeah, that's pretty good. That's literally how he sounds. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about Pikachu, and you know, obviously Ash and Pikachu right away are offended. You know, Pikachu's... Oh, Pikachu's mad. Obviously, he is big mad. He's, yeah, he, take, he takes that to heart. That's his pride. And then... And then from that point, you know, we figure out why Surge is calling Pikachu a baby Pokemon. He throws out Raichu. That's his number one. His right-hand man. His Raichu in it? That was bad. <laughs> Sorry, that it's was been a, a while. bad joke. It's been a while, so I gotta like you know. You getting your get, groove back? Yeah, I gotta refresh. Who are you, Cusco? Yeah. 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 So he's got Raichu, and as they bring out Raichu, X X Ash brings out his Pokedex, and what does the entry say? Uh, Raichu has enough power to render a Dragonite unconscious. And I said this to Christian during the episode. I'm like, is it's interesting that they mentioned Dragonite because I didn't think that at this point in the sh- in the series that Dragonite was even like a known Pokemon. Now it's weird because. Dragonite was a known Pokemon before the series, before the anime came out. He was a known Pokemon. He was in the games. Right. But But not counting that, obviously, because the games don't have anything really to do with the the show. Yeah, they're they're a little different. Yeah, because the the episode before this was literally the mystery at the lighthouse, and they, they come across the huge, mysterious Pokemon that to us, we can see that it's a giant Dragonite, but they have no idea what it is. So I'm like, okay, do they know what Dragonite is or not? Yeah, so I mean, it's, and it begs the question from that last episode. So we, that last episode is the is the big, giant, mysterious Pokemon that, that literally 
is a Dragonite. It yes. looks exactly like a you huge can see it. Dragonite. Is that just... Is it? Is it that Pokemon that's a mystery? And it just looks like Dragonite? And that's just it's a... mystery because it's so big? Right, it's a mystery because it's so big and they just made a boo-boo by using the design yeah. of Dragonite. Right. And then or maybe is... they didn't even have Dragonite in the picture yet. Right, or is Dragonite supposed to be a mystery? Because obviously, Dratini and Dragonite and everything, Gen 1 was already out in the games. Right. And then the anime came out. So it's a little weird to think about. We don't know the precise yeah. answer. I thought that was very interesting. Um, so I'd like to have a, anyone have any insight on that or thoughts? Um, anyway, so, you know, they're about to... They're getting ready to start this battle, and Surge is just talking absolute mess to Pikachu. He's already mad, but he, it's it's kind of it's getting Pikachu riled up. Riled up. He's he's getting you know, invigorated to battle. Yes, he's I don't know invigorated. Whatever. Good, yeah. good word. But he's ready. He's ready to battle. Um, but sadly, it was. It was basically like a one-hit KO, let's be honest. Like, Raichu absolutely bad. ate him. Overpowered. Um, like. yeah. And he's got powerful attacks. He's all about the power. He had a Mega Kick, a Mega Punch, a Thunderbolt, and yeah. Pikachu just couldn't take all that, all that power. Yeah, it was sad. It was sad. Um, so they lost... Uh, obviously had to go back to the Pokemon Center. Um, and Nurse Joy is overhearing their issues and she comes in, she brings Ash, presents a Thunderstone and says, you know, this is how you could beat the Raichu is by turning your Pikachu into a Raichu. And, you know, this is one thing I think that um, we got to get give Ash himself credit for is obviously we know he's just known for being a good a good friend to his Pokemon, but like most people trainers would just want to change their Pokemon to and evolve them to be stronger selfishly. Um, but you know he's he lets Pikachu have the choice himself or itself or whatever you want to call Pikachu. Um, so he's, you know, he's not forced to become a Raichu because for Ash's Ash, selfish, uh, selfish gain of, of strength, right. you know, just to win battles. He and doesn't we, need to. And we see this. We we're presented with this multiple times. We see this multiple times in the anime where um, Ash could have all Pikachu, or there's a Thunderstone involved, or it is an option. We'll see it later on again. Um, in different episodes, but yeah. so I really he, he asks him. He asks him straight up, "Do you want to? Do you want to evolve, or right. you'll never be the same?" Pikachu just stands up and he, you know, eyes wide open. He he done smacks this stone out of Ash's hand. He says, "No, no, thank you. I will be Pikachu, and I do not want to change. I will." Battle as Pikachu. I will beat Raichu as yeah, Pikachu. Exactly. And, and here's the thing, Team Rocket. Team Rocket is watching this entire ep- 
through this entire episode. <laughs> they watch They're stalking Ash, through the window. Right. They watch Ash and Pikachu lose the first battle against Raichu. And they're cheering Pikachu on. They're like, well, if Pikachu doesn't win to this Raichu, we've basically wasted all of our time in every every episode trying to steal Pikachu when this evolution is just stronger. So they're cheering for Pikachu, obviously. A lot of history there. Um, and then they're watching when Pikachu does this with the Thunderstone as well and stands up for all the Pikachus. And Meowth starts crying. <laughs> he's like, whoa, it's so sad. He's like... Pikachu says he's going to fight um, in the name of all Pikachus. And and then he's while he's crying, he's, he's telling that to James and Jesse. And James starts crying too. He's like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. That's incredible. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. So, yeah. So um... they're in Pikachu's corner. And, and also what I love about this too is, I mean, you he lost his Pikachu. You're gonna you're gonna evolve yourself just to win, like. I, I was gonna say that it was it's kind of hurtful to Pikachu. Yes, like, to you're have to evolve like, just to try like to win. Like he's sitting there here, and you say, "I'm well, not good enough." You you need to be stronger. So if you just you know evolve, you'll be better. But you're not gonna be you anymore. And let's be honest, the face of the franchise was not going to evolve. It's not gonna be right, you. Right. It's also, all about it's only Pika episode Power. fourteen out of that's true. However many, a lot. Yeah. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. But they uh, that was going to be the plan if he were to evolve, but they decide not to, obviously. And Brock, Brock comes up with a in. different strategy. Brock is always he's the breeder, baby. He's always stepping up and you know being a good friend. So Brock comes up and says, I know how you can beat him. You know, then we get to scene back to the gym and they're going to, you know, they're all laughing. They're like, you guys are back and he's still Pikachu. Like, you're not going to evolve him. That's just silly. But, you know, they got their strategy in mind. So Ash is already just ready to battle. He's ready to get into it. Pikachu the same. And he said, you know what we planned? Let's get to it. So talk about talk about the strategy, Christian. Yeah, so obviously as an evolved Pokemon, Raichu is stronger than Pikachu. He is more powerful. Um, his thunder shocks, his thunderbolts, his electric type attacks are more powerful than Pikachu's. He's just the evolution, right? Um, but you go back to the beginning of this episode and Lieutenant Surge says that he immediately evolved his Pikachu into Raichu, you know, for that power gain, for that strength gain. Now, if you've ever played the Pokemon games, you will realize if you get, let's say you hatched an egg, um, it's level one or level five, or you caught a very low level Pokemon that you can't immediately evolve with an evolution stone, such as a Thunderstone, Firestone, Leafstone, and so on. If you immediately evolve that low-level Pokemon, you don't have any chance to train it first so that it can level up and learn its first stage's movesets, its attacks. So because LT Surge did that with his Pikachu Raichu now, 
it didn't learn any of Pikachu's attacks. And that is what is going to be the strategy for Ash. Because Pikachu knows all those attacks that Raichu doesn't. And in his case, the strategy that they're going to use is quickness. Um, so at the stage in the level that Pikachu is probably at right now, um, he knows agility. And he's going to run circles around Raichu. So beginning of the battle, Raichu is still using um, his power to you know overwhelm Pikachu. But then Pikachu... He's just, he's just making a fool out of... Pikachu at the very beginning and of the battle, Ash, like smacking really. him with his tail, you know, just body just slamming him. And I mean, Ash is not doing anything to help Pikachu or to coach him through the battle, or, or he's not giving him any commands. But he springs out of the way of a body slam, and that is the first sign of of Surge being like, "Oh man, how did I miss? How did I not hit this?" baby pokemon mm-hmm. and so from there he uses agility he starts to outspeed him uh raichu can't catch pikachu and surge is getting a bit flustered so he decides to use a thunderbolt which is so powerful it knocks all the windows out makes the battlefield dusty it almost hits um misty brock and ash and when the smoke settles lt surge is like yep this battle's over but no. it's not. Pikachu is smart. Oh, he, you're right, you're right, you're right. Pikachu uses his tail as a ground. I forgot that he said that in that time. Mm-hmm. To dodge the Thunderbolt attack, which is incredibly smart. And then from there, he outspeeds him again, and Pikachu is able to finish. finish and Yeah, off. because Raichu runs out of electricity. Yep. So that's when, and then Brock at the end says, all right, this battle's over. Just hit him one more time, baby. You're done. Right. So. Um, in my humble opinion, Brock saved this episode. He. Yes. I mean, they could not have beat this gym leader without Brock's realization. And what's crazy is the only attack that Ash had tried to use previously in battle was Thundershock. Like, come on, Ashy boy. As Gary would say, <laughs> you got to do better than that. Isn't that literally the title? Electric Shock Showdown. Um, you know what I love about it, though? It's this. It's it's not the strategy. It's just the fact that, you know, a lot of people have their favorite Pokemon. And sometimes they'll really like the first stage and not like the second stage evolution. Yeah. Such as we were just talking about. Um, Roselia. Yep. In Roserade, and I was telling Brianna because one of the other Pokemon podcasts we listen to, uh, one of the co-hosts' favorite Pokemon is Roselia. Uh, he's nuts about him, but doesn't care for Roserade, um, the design as much. I kind of feel that way about Pikachu and Raichu. I think Raichu is a cool Pokemon, but if myself, yeah, if I like, you know, was in Ash's position and you have such a relationship and um, friendship with your Pikachu, it's hard. It would be so hard to do that. Yeah, it would be very hard to do that. Um, As your first right. Pokemon that you have, you know, built this right friendship with. That would be very hard. If Pokemon were real, that would be like incredibly difficult. Yeah. You know, to watch them change. Yeah. Because it's a completely different form sometimes. Right. Totally different. I mean, from what we've seen so far of any of Ash's Pokemon that have evolved, it 
you know, they always seem like, oh, they will never be the same or like, you know, they won't be the same kind of Pokemon. They won't be the same personality. It seems like to me that I haven't really seen personalities in the other Pokemon change. Like when I think of like Caterpie. Oh, yeah. Going to Butterfree. I the feel big like, one was know, just, I mean, Charizard. Obviously. But, but he was the same Charmeleon. Yeah, he was. I mean, not Charmeleon. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, Charmeleon. Yeah. Yes, Charmeleon. Um, he was a brat as Charmeleon. He was, and it was, it's just, obviously he's the same Pokemon, but like, the power just went to his head, and we, we talk about, we'll, we talk about that as he struggles with that because he got left by his trainer, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have a whole episode when we talk about uh, whenever he decides to <coughs> evolve into Charizard because that's a big deal. I do have a question <laughs> to come back to, but. Um, I'll finish out the episode real quick. Um, obviously, when Ash wins, uh, he gets the what is it? What's the badge? It's Thunder. the Thunder Badge. Doesn't look like a Thunderbolt, uh, yeah, a Lightning Bolt. Um, although I have always loved this badge because to me it looks like a sunflower. Like, yeah, it's a sun, I guess. It still doesn't make much sense. No. But <laughs> to think about it, I, I don't really understand it. But I do love that badge for some reason. Um, another badge that we haven't come up on yet is the Celadon City Gym Leader Erica's badge. I don't think we've gotten there yet. No. Um, and I really love that badge as well. Um, but the the other question I wanted to come back to, are there any other Pokemon that you can think of um, where you really love their first stage and and would prefer them, you know, to get that power increase, but don't enjoy or love their second or third stage. Oh yeah. Let's let's think about that and take a break and then we'll we'll talk about that after we come back. Sounds good to me. We're back from our break. And we thought about that question we left you guys with. Yes. So, um, so as the question was, um, what Pokemon, and we decided to just do Gen 1 specifically, just because there's, there's too many. There's, I think we would come up with a list if we were just to give it free reign. But which Pokemon do you like that you would keep as you know not evolved and you wouldn't want to evolve it you don't like the evolved version i'm going with clefairy um like i like clefairy and don't like clefable as much because i like i think clefairy is really cute and clefable is just not as cute like clefairy's got the little things under its eyes the little blushy things yeah little squiggles that's really cute Clefable's just too big. She's got forearms. Yeah. <laughs> or like wings. Like more wings It's funny or that you picked that one and I picked uh, Jigglypuff. <laughs> well, first of all, Jigglypuff <laughs> is like one of my favorite Pokemon in general. Right. I just don't really care for Wigglytuff. I honestly feel like an evolved version wasn't even necessary. Like, and I don't even like the baby version. 
I don't like what's the baby Iggly word? Buff? I don't like it. A lot of people hate I Iggly hate it, Buff. They I think, think it's ugly. I don't like it because why did they give it like red eyes? I don't know. If they gave it the same like it blue is, eyes, wait, it is red eyes. Yes. Iggly if, Buff. They're yeah, like, yeah, reddish, reddish yeah. brown. Yeah. But if they gave it the same color eyes as just Jigglypuff, it would be cute. Jigglypuff looks like looks like a steamed bun. <laughs> it looks like something the international kids that we worked with would have been eating for right when they got off the bus. Yeah. The sure. steamed bun. Um, so yeah. Maybe we will add this as a question uh, on our um on our poll um under this episode so then anybody can put in their answer yes um i like this question um i think that there are more pokemon i think we could come up with a whole list no i i definitely think we are we could but i think that there are less pokemon in gen one right right that way and i think there are more pokemon in the other generations that yeah, for just sure. Strike me as ooh, I don't like that as much. I know that I would definitely have a lot of those. Yeah, so it's a good question. It's a fun one. Um, but with that being said, we're going to move on to our news section, and we have a lot to talk about here. Okay, so as you know, Scarlet and Violet are coming out on November eighteenth. We are incredibly excited. Absolutely, cannot wait. And here's the thing. It is it's almost like we are getting a lot of news, but we're not getting we're not learning all the things that we want to learn. Well, in my humble opinion, not the not the opinion that anybody asked for, I I feel like this is a lot more news than when they came out with Sword and Shield. I do too. I, I don't remember this many trailers or this much news at all for sword and shield i just remember waiting like a year yeah and then it like getting maybe a month out and i was like wow it's almost here i feel like i want i like the element of surprise especially when it comes to like i know you're saying that there's going to be a lot more new pokemon but like i like the element of surprise of the adventure and the new pokemon and everything else um, so the fact that they just dropped a trailer last week and then they're dropping another one a week later but, is a little baffling. But the thing is, I mean, it's like we get we gained a lot in last week's trailer. But at the same time, they showed so much of the same stuff we've already known. Right. So about. that's what I'm kind of saying is like, what's the point of continuing to show us these trailers? And then you're also spoiling some of the things like they were not supposed to show some of those pokemon but they did that on purpose they did no because they went back and deleted them they did yep i saw somebody that that. i did not know yeah because in japan apparently that video did not have that in the clip oh i'm I'm glad i took a picture of that then yeah i'm sure i well i'm sure all the videos are still up that i was watching that, that is what i read and i literally read that maybe yesterday or today oh wow um so I could be, you know, mistaken, but that's that's what I read. So I'm gonna pull that picture up so we can kind of dissect that and talk about it here as well in just a second. But <clears throat> I think people want to see 
more of the new Pokemon. Um, okay, can we talk about this new Pokemon real quick? Which new Pokemon? Which one? You already know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. I don't. Wiglet. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> Wiglet. All right. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, you already know what I'm gonna say. That there was absolutely not a single person on this planet asked for a Pokemon like this. I'm sorry to say this. I'm not trying to be not child friendly, but why did they have to make it a male appendage Pokemon? I <laughs> look. I don't have a. I don't have a problem with Wiggly. You don't have a problem. With I don't Wiggler. think it's the greatest design. Maybe they could have okay, made it so a different color. That's. I think that's it too. I, I can see like what it's supposed to be. It kind of reminds the, me of like a garden eel or not? No, no. no. What is it? Garden like a, eel? No, I, I don't swear. know what it's supposed to be. That is, yes, it's a garden eel. It's supposed to be a garden eel. No. Well, yes. <gasps> it is. But wait, why is it not in the water then? How come it's just like on the beach? Well, Pokemon Those games like can't be played underwater. Look. Look at that. That is literally the shape, how it sits up okay, and everything. I kind of see that now. But I still think You that should know they, about garden eels playing Animal just, Crossing. They just look like little snakes. But it does not. The Pokemon does not look like that. I mean. I see what they're. To <laughs> me, what it looks like is it looks like the part of like a clam. And that is just like coming out of the thing. Like. You know, like on SpongeBob, where the oh, clam yeah. on the inside is like, mm-hmm. I like definitely, yeah, definitely. And and the other thing is, like, people talk about. So this thing looks like Diglett face wise, but okay. it's but it's not. It's not a Diglett. I, but it's Wiglet. They could have picked a different name. But it's and it's then convergent. people would be so confused. I think they did. It. They had to have made it a joke. Like the, this had to have been something funny that they were writing about at their conference table, and they were like, "Let's make this Pokemon look like this, kind of have the same look as Diglett, have the name that is almost Diglett, and have nothing to do with a Diglett." Well, you know, just like in Legends Arceus. It's the space-time distortion, you know. That's that's what it is. They've been traveling back in time and whatnot, and you know, it was Palkia and it was Diaga. Uh, that's we, what happened. What are we so looking at? This is this is he this, just googled. This is what it is. Con- is that convergent evolution? evolution. This is, I'm done. This is the science behind what the Pokemon <laughs> Company is doing with Wiglet and okay. Diglett. So I'm ready to listen. Con- this is real. This is a real science thing. Convergent evolution occurs when species occupy similar ecological niches and adapt in similar ways in response to similar selective pressures. So traits that arise through convergent evolution are referred to as analogous structures. They are contrasted with homologous structures which have common origin. So let me give you some examples. Like a shark and a dolphin, right? They're very close and then there were like prehistoric reptile slash fish that were both like the shark and the dolphin too. So they are very similar species that looks like they could evolve into into the same thing, but just a, a slight difference. 
Um, and that is that is Wiglet and Diglet. Hmm. Now let me read you the official press release on Pokemon here. It may look like Diglet, but it's a completely different species of Pokemon. Wiglet pokes a part of its body out of the sand to feed in the ocean. Dive in with Wiglet, the garden eel Pokemon. Okay, so I see that where it says uh, pokes a part of its body out. I wonder if it's going to, <laughs> if you'll eventually see the whole thing come out. Kind of unlike Diglet. Yeah, and what If they I, do that, that'll be a little bit different. I'm interested to see what the evolution's going to be. Now, people keep saying Wugtrio. <laughs> I don't want it to evolve into three a three-headed. Well, what if it doesn't evolve at all? I think it will. Um... The Pokedex entry says it's said that Wiglet's resemblance to Diglett might be a mere coincidence, a result of its adaptation to its environment. See? Um, it's a it's a water type. It is the Gardenial Pokemon. The, its abilities are gooey and rattled. Um, is the red thing its nose or its mouth? That's what I was going to touch on, too. <laughs> that's always a theory going back to Diglett because in the original Gen 1, not only does Diglett have that red nose, but like, slash mouth but like it also has a a shiny white spot yeah, on it that could be a tooth it's not or a just tooth. a shiny spot it's just a shiny spot guys so, that's pretty funny um also it says wiglet has a sense of smell they can pick up scents from over 60 feet well, away it's obviously it's nose yeah it's got a big good nose point. got a good smell good sense of smell. <laughs> logic right there we're all about logic <laughs> on rare candy um giving you something sweet to think about uh, boasting an exceptional sense of smell, Wiglet is able to pick up scents from up 60 feet away. It has a skittish disposition and is constantly cautious of its surroundings. When it notices the scent of other Pokemon, Wiglet burrows into the sand to conceal itself. So, I think it's an interesting Pokemon. I also saw something um, that I sent to um, Brianna and my brother-in-law, Seth. And it was just a graphic someone had made. And it was a three-headed Wiglet monster evolution called Wiglord. That was both terrifying, terrifying. and amazing. Un- unnecessary. So, uh, I'm interested to see what they do with this Pokemon. Um, and then if, if it evolves, if it stays monotype water, or if it picks up another type, secondary type. So, we'll move on from Wiglet. We'll yeah. give him some thought. It's, it's been a big talking point in the Pokemon world lately. Um, we also have here how to make the p- perfect profile. Um, in the games, you have this new profile app for customization. Um, the profile app is where you can see what you've achieved during the adventures, such as how many badges you've gathered, how far along you are with completing the Pokedex, and even the number of sandwich recipes you've discovered. Okay, um, so, I'm, I'm ready for making sandwiches, y'all. Yeah, so that's another thing they showcased in the trailer last week. You can make sandwiches. Um, it, it's like Pokemon You think they camp. got the option for peanut butter and jelly? Maybe. Do they have that in Spain? Is that a, is that a staple? I think it's American. You know what? <laughs> I think peanut butter, PB and J's can be enjoyed anywhere. Wait, don't they have like? No, grapes are a big thing in Spain. Yeah, for wine, stupid. Well, not for sandwiches. <laughs> all right, all not right. for jams and jellies. We have to we wait, have to wait, move on wait. from that. Otherwise, Scarlet and Violet think we're idiots. Yeah, no, it, we we know nothing. But Violet. I mean the the little symbol for the violet is grapes on the logo, so maybe maybe they will be PB and J. Anyway, that's important. So just like in uh, Sword and Shield, 
Yeah, like, I loved the camping. The camping I like how they so kind of changed it and they didn't do camping, but they're doing it at picnics. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool neat. that they, they're doing the same type of thing, but changing it up a little bit. And so making the sandwiches, the game literally looks like a an indie game or like a uh, one of those flash games you'd play growing up or a game on your phone. And I, I, I kind of like the way the graphics look. It's kind of goofy. Uh, it's kind of silly. And if you make the sandwiches and the different foods, um, you can feed them to your Pokemon to increase stats. Um, I did see in the trailer it would boost um, catch rates, I believe. And I think that this could also go into a shiny hunting method. So you could boost what you're able to find and counter rates, um, catch rates for different things, or boosts maybe specific types coming out in the wild, I think. So I think that is... Uh, an interesting thing to think about. Maybe that could be used for shiny hunting hunting method. Um, there's always been in the games the last few years um, a different method of like boosting your Pokemon stats and creating food for it. So it's pretty cool. Um, let me read the rest of this here. It also shows the Pokemon you're currently traveling with, the profile, of course, and you can set a profile picture using the right combination of outfits, hairstyles, poses, and filters as well. Try making a profile that's uniquely to you. I will touch on the um, customization options we saw in the trailer too. There seems to be a bunch of different hairstyles, um, which I always love seeing. I um, always want everybody's hair to be included in the game so that you can really make your person diverse diverse and stand out and um, actually make it look like you. Um, it makes the game more fun, makes you connect with it even more, and it's pretty cool. Um, I hope, I don't know about the outfits. I thought that you had to stay wearing the school outfit, like the uniform. It says the right combination of outfits, but we'll see. I did see like suits and stuff. So there, maybe there are some additional options, but maybe it still looks like I'm sure uniforms. Sword and Shield had a ton of outfits and customization options. And Brianna was always making her character look like so good. Mine I was like, killing it. Mine looked like an absolute bum compared <laughs> to hers. But, you know, she's much more fashionable than I. Moving on to our next bit of news. We could look at... I, mean, I don't know if there's anything really new specifically we want to talk about too much else in the trailer um tms were a really cool thing though so let me let me touch on that yeah the uh machine yeah there's a new um introducing the tm machine a handy device that can make tms so this is crafting in this game some people love crafting and some people hate crafting but in an open world game nowadays, like crafting is huge. So everybody collecting. always yeah using it's a your part resources. Of the game because if you don't do that kind of stuff, then those are the that that just is your game going to be ending a lot sooner. It's going to be a lot shorter because yeah, you, know, you got to exactly. do more things to collect more things and make the things and use the things. I mean, I en- I enjoy collecting aspects of games. I mean that. That is literally at the heart of Pokemon with yeah. the Pokedex, you know. But specifically in Legends, um, Arceus, the crafting, I really enjoyed being able to, you know, look for resources, make more Pokeballs by not 
having to go buy them mm-hmm. at, a, at a mart um, and then using other items to just help my Pokemon increase their level or their stats, um, level up and craft things to use. People always go back to like Breath of the Wild as the example of games like this and putting crafting elements into it. Um, you know, it's obviously not on that level, I wouldn't think, but crafting, I think, is a, is a, going to be pretty cool and a, and a nice added option and element into the Scarlet and Violet. So, that's pretty cool. Let me read some more about this. Um, uh, TM, for short, Technical Machine, is a tool that allows Pokemon to learn new moves. So, if you're new to the games, um, you use TMs to help them learn new moves, get more powerful moves, etc., in these titles, there's a piece of equipment installed at every Pokemon Center called a TM machine, which allows trainers to make their own TMs. TMs can be made using League Points, LP for short, and materials dropped by wild Pokemon after battle. LP can be obtained as you advance the story or by trading in materials from Pokemon. Find moves you want your Pokemon to learn at the TM machine and try making a TM. Um, selection TMs available for you make for you to make grows as you continue your adventure. A single this is important. A single TM can only be used once, but if you have enough LP and the right materials from Pokemon, you can make as many as you like using the TM machine. Think carefully about what moves you want to have your Pokemon learn to expand your strategic arsenal. So, uh, t- these TMs will break upon a single use, and there were some TMs like this in Sword and Shield, the rare ones, they would break Um which, you know, I like that mechanic. Um, it forces you to actually play the game, actually use the materials, strategy, strategy, craft them, and then, you know, you actually have to choose which Pokemon you want to use those those TMs on. Um, you have to be wise about it. So, that's pretty cool. And the machine looks really, really sweet. Like, the, the screen for this looks awesome. I thought that I spotted a new attack, but maybe I was mistaken. I have to do some more research there. Do we want to talk about any other new Pokemon? Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see. Who else can we talk about? Um, We have not talked about, yeah, the evolution. So, upon this trailer coming out. I think that's pretty much the only other one. Yeah, I, I believe it is. Um, I Now, I saw the leaks for this, but... I didn't see the Evolution League. I just saw leaks about Girafferig. And I was sitting... um, I was sitting there waiting for this trailer to drop. And when it did, I immediately saw, like, the thumbnail in the beginning of it. And I was like, (gasps) So they dropped a Girafferig Evolution called Ferrigarath. I can't even... I'm like, (laughs) Ferrigarath... It's kind of confusing, but I really love this evolution. So uh, it literally, the design takes Girafferig's tail, puts it, puts the tail over his neck, and it's as if he's wearing the, the ball monster tail as a helmet. It's over his head. Um, it I, think says, it, I think it looks like a space helmet. But. It does kind of look like a space helmet. Um, Girafferig living in the Paldea, Paldea region will evolve into this Pokemon is literally all it says um, for the entry, for the entry, Pokedex entry right now. Um, the category is the long neck Pokemon because he's giraffe. He's a normal psychic type. 
Um, he's almost 11 feet. He weighs 352.7 pounds. Um, new, two new abilities with this Pokemon. Um, so, Kudchu and Armor Tail. And this is what they do. So, um, the head of its main body and the, tail, and the head on its tail combined for its attack and defense. Um, the head from its tail is equipped for both offense and defense. The thick, sturdy head from its tail provides good defense for the head of the main body. When the head from its tail closes its mouth, the photograph whips its long, long neck around in an attack that deals brutal physical damage. The force of this attack is said to be able to polarize stone and crush steel beams. Super cool. So the Kudchu ability specifically says, um, the ability Kudchu is a new ability appearing for the first time in these titles. When a Pokemon with this ability eats a berry, it will eat it one more time at the end of next turn. So that could be interesting. Um, you could eat a berry twice, use its effect twice. So if you use a citrus berry, this is the example that they're using here, which heals you about 10 to 20% um, HP. You could use that twice, um, which could become beneficial in competitive battle or battle throughout the game to recover some HP. Um, and if you combine that with like leftovers or something, you could recover even more HP as well. Now the other ability, Armor Tail, um, is another new ability appearing for the first time in these titles. It makes opposing Pokemon unable to use priority moves. Now, this could be absolutely huge and competitive. So, um, Pokemon can't use, wouldn't be able to use like Sucker Punch or maybe like Tailwind moves like that um, that are super crucial and all through the meta and competitive. Um, so, that that would be huge. And I can see Fergaraf playing a, a big role in competitive if you get the right move set, um, right stats on it. Um, really cool Pokemon. I'm looking forward to playing with it myself. What about you? For sure. Awesome. Now I think that was the only Pokemon new yeah. and revealed. So that's that's I think that's the only the only portion where people are like really wanting more. So I think in this trailer we're getting tomorrow. There'll be more there'll Pokemon be more. show, which in our next episode we'll talk about those. Right. If there are some. I hope so. Um, other than that, I mean, there's some other things that we could touch on that were in the trailer. Um, you see different portions of multiplayer. You're able to send out multiple Pokemon in one part of the game to beat um, to beat the villains. Um, Pokemon. Star. Team Star, yeah. So that was pretty cool. It, it showed some other gameplay elements. Um, I think the game looks really good so far. There's still... Oh, th there was one Pokemon that was like... I know it's a Pokemon, but they haven't officially revealed it, and it is that engine Pokemon. Uh, I have seen people talking about that, too. Um, I'm not really into it. Well, but, you know how I feel about Pokemon that are, like, machines. Yeah. I, I think they're kind of silly. So, if it's an engine Pokemon, is it literally going to be, like... A ghost type? Yeah. It'll probably... It, I'm, I'm going with steel. It'll probably be a steel okay, type. But, okay, but... Um, the one I think about is the cold Pokemon. The Cryagonal? Yeah. What about it? 
That's the coal Pokemon, right? The coal one? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said cold. Uh, no, coal. Carcoal? Yeah, carcoal. Coal car? I always get it backwards. Um, To me, like a Pokemon like that, I think is, I'm not a fan. And that's what I think of when I think of like a machine Pokemon. I'm typically not a huge fan of those Pokemon as well. Um, it Those Pokemon really depend on the design for me. There's some. Or like, like the one, what is it? Uh, Clank. Clink Clank. Yeah. Clank, the one with the gears. Or um, Bronzong. Yeah. Um, yeah, those, those Pokemon typically aren't my favorite. Now, I love ghost types like that Rodon. inhabit. Yeah, I wrote on um, Aegislash, um, Sinistee, and Poltegeist. Like, those really make sense to me. Like, they're inhabiting objects. That is, right. They're ghosts. They, you know, that's what you see in movies that's what ghosts do um but we'll see and i hope there is a new ghost type like that now we did talk about this is some some interesting things we can talk about here is um pokemon that we would love to see a regional form of man in Paldea. i need okay my favorite pokemon i think my number one favorite pokemon is poltegeist um my in sword and shield poltegeist was my right hand man i need a variant i need a different design like even if it's like looks the same and it's just like a different like design of the the tea set spanish tea yeah, set of some i think sort. that would be so cool and i think that they would miss out on, an, on a really cool opportunity to, to do that i do too or what if it's i i want them to come out with a regional variant too i think it's too soon i don't think they will since yeah, is a gen 8 pokemon Oh, right, because it's too new of a Pokemon. But I would be down for it even not being a Sinistee and being almost like a, a Wiglet-type Pokemon. Or if it is a Sinistee, I mean, its name is T, so I don't know if this will work, but, like, maybe it comes in a wine bottle or something. Yeah, of like a, a different kind of tea cup or vessel. Tea. Yeah, yes, a different vessel. That's a great way to put that. Um, so that's one that we would really hope for. Yeah, I love Poltegeist. Um, the other one we've been talking a lot about is Tropius. Guys! Big Tropius Guys! Fans. Tropius. Tropius is such a, a letdown of a Pokemon that has such a great design. I it's love so the design of Tropius. But they missed, they had a missed opportunity with this Pokemon. Like, this could have been, like, first of all, I wish that they would have been a devolved version. And then the evolved version was Tropius. And with better stats. With better stats and, and a better, better typing. Typing. So it wasn't so fragile. It's so weak. Like, it, it is, should have just weak made to it everything. Grass. Flying grass. It should have just made it grass. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't care that it can fly. Like, it's super cool that it can fly. But it doesn't but... even need to be flying. There are other Pokemon that can fly that are not flying types. Right, exactly. And it's just literally weak to everything. But we were saying, I mean, that would be such Mr. a cool Pokemon. Mr. Pokemon Creator, can you please... Just throw it in there. Hear me month. out. Hear me out. Or what if they, <laughs> you know, like, added a typing to it? That'd be fine. To kind of like cancel out its just make it fragile. Is fragility a word? 
No. Okay. For, wait. Maybe. <laughs> fragility. For, for fragility. Yeah. Let's look it up. I but, don't know. Either way. I mean, because um, it's got bananas on its side. So just I'm, make those plantains. Trump We're gonna, is so just cool. Just make them plantains. <gasps> yeah. Or coconuts. Or coconuts. Do they have coconuts in Spain? Wow. We're such idiots. I know nothing. I just... I just really want to go to Japan. As you were you were talking about, I typed um, coconut. He what was a, talking about fragility. earlier in our. Let me get this. Uh, first half of this episode. Um, it's a word. It's a word. Sure. I'm I'm trying to say something. Oh. Um, about our international students. Well, we had an international student from Spain, and why we don't know enough about Spain. <laughs> I guess it's our own fault. And know. he would literally be like, "Spain is amazing." <laughs> so literally that's why we know nothing because he didn't give us any detail you're right you're right it's just amazing well either way um i think that we're really excited and christian is just super annoying about this he comes home every day telling me more news about this new pokemon game like he's obsessed, obsessed. to say the least i can't wait he can't wait which i think it'll be really fun too i hope that i can find time to play it you know since i am the um the number one caretaker of our child so it's it's kind of hard to, to time time mom is always but, on duty yeah i'm on duty so i'm i'm thinking that maybe you know during nap time so i'll find time to play the game oh we'll find a way it's gonna be an all-out play day <laughs> <laughs> well do you have anything else to talk about i th- i mean i could go on and on there's, there's we'll a save lot of it. We'll save whatever we can for the next episode because they're gonna come out with this trailer, and I'm sure you're gonna be like, "Oh, we'll talk about that in our episode." Yeah, we we plan on recording our next episode actually on Sunday, uh, this Sunday, and it should be out next Monday. So uh, this episode will be live um, on ten twelve, and then next Monday. Um, the next episode should be out, so we'll be able to cover that trailer. Yeah, look trailer out for detail. it, y'all. Look out for us. We're, we're, we're back. Coming, we're coming back. We're coming back. Strong. Give us a chance. Keep listening to our episodes. We appreciate that we are still getting views on our episodes. Um, it's just, this is not our full-time job. It, it takes time. People that make podcasts or, or create content, um, they understand and they know that it, it is time consuming. It takes a lot of effort um, and we love doing this. So um, the more that you engage with us, the, um, the more that we can do this. So please share the podcast, share the yeah, episodes. Share us, um, share, whatever uh, find us on you Twitter. listen to us on, share via Spotify, via Apple podcast, whatever. Um, and give us, us, give us a review, leave us a review. Um, that helps us to, to get found. Um, so that we can have listeners everywhere so that people can engage with us and, and see that um, listeners actually really do like our episodes and our content. Um, and that gives us motivation to create even more to make it even better for you guys. Yes. Okay? And, you know, it also gives us an excuse to watch one of our favorite shows, Pokemon. So next episode, we'll be watching um, and talking about episode 15. Um it's about the SSAN, so yeah, it's a cool one. It's a good one. I'll, you know what I'm going to throw out here right before we end this episode? We are going to, in, I'm not sure which episode we're going to for sure, but keep listening because we're going to do a giveaway. We um, are. We have 
a little bit of a prize that we want to do a giveaway because we really want to be able to um, engage with our listeners and keep you guys listening and keep you guys coming back. Um, So just keep listening and coming back to the next episodes and we will do a giveaway and don't worry, we will let you know when it is. Going to be exciting stuff heading your way. So be on the lookout for the episodes. Keep listening, keep engaging, and uh, we'll have that rare candy ready for you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Bye.